and welcome to episode 142 of The Gaming Duo, where friendships are built through gaming. I'm Kelvin the Kevlar Vest, your host for this week, and joining me is none other than co-host Rob the Robot. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How about you? How, you? how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. A fabulous, spooky October season now. We're man. here. We're, we're, we're in here. it, man. The best season. We're in it. Best season. I don't have my hoodie on, which is a problem, but because we just had like a weird, like eighty degree mm-hmm. week, which was weird. But now next week is going to go back down to the sixties, baby, oh, and that's yeah. what we're talking about. That's Hell it. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are new to the show, if you're joining us for the first time, first off, thank you so much. We are the podcast that keeps you, the gamers, up to date on the latest news and heated discussions about the gaming industry. Our full episodes are up Fridays exclusively on your favorite podcast services, but you can watch the main topics of the show on YouTube.com slash The Gaming Duo Podcast every Wednesday. If you want to support us, you can definitely do so by leaving us a review on thegamingduopod.com. Check out our, our website. It's definitely pretty cool. It has everything you need there. It has our videos. It has our merch, which you can definitely check out there, gamingduopod.com slash store. It has everything you need. So definitely check out our store if you want to leave us a review. If you want to talk to us, you can leave us a voicemail. Come on. How many websites have voicemails? You know what I mean? You can just chat with yeah. us there if you want. You know, People do voicemails still. I guess they do. I guess we still do voicemails here and there. Yeah. If you want to, you know. I, I, whenever I hear a voicemail, I like, I don't know. I like listen to it a little bit, but I don't know, people don't really do you know what I do now? Like I just read it because oh, they have the it. visual. Yeah, yeah. But then you could just like text the person be like, Hey, I called you. Well, um, yeah. But if it's yeah. like a, like somebody else, like if it's like a company or something calling you. Or, oh yeah. Being like, well, I don't yeah. listen to it. I just read it. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. I, I get you. Yep. Right. Yeah. If it's something formal, like someone doesn't really know you and can't, doesn't really want to text you. I, yeah. It makes sense. Voicemails like, exist for that reason. So, so. For sure, for sure. Do you remember and, your kids where we used to like where voicemail was a thing? And like we used to oh, like we would not use like voicemails correctly. Say like the most like insane Dumb things shit. to us, leave the dumbest voicemails ever. I just remember. I think you would just yell yeah, for just like scream. a good minute or something and just hang yeah, up. <laughs> that's it. I would be in my car screaming when I was like a teenager. It was great. Oh, good man. times, good times. That was good times, good times. No, remember when we had the Nokia no, not the Nokia. Nokia. Um, the, was it the Nokia's? No, no, Nextel, Nextel, the Nextels. Yes, i eighty seven. Is that what it's what it was called? I eighty seven. Was that what it's it's called? Like a, no. that's an, I think that's a highway. Did what I make you that up? No, um, no. I eight sixty. I eight seventy. I sixty. I eight sixty. That's what it is. It sounds like highways. It's funny, um, it's dude. That. that was that was the time. I I was low key nervous every time I was, I was on the bus and I heard like a chur and it was you because I didn't know what you were going to say at the time. Oh, oh my gosh. God. That was the best. At some point, you just like put on like vibrator silent. Just like you can't do anything to me now. It's it's just it's such a good time. It that was, was such it, a fun time. Really? It really was. But kids don't even kids like younger listeners that are listening to us are probably like, what are these freaking boomers talking about right now? Nextels and you guys what? are missing out. The Nextel yeah. i860s, you could just chirp. It was literally a walkie talkies on your phone. You, you literally bleep bleep people. What's yeah. up? You know? That was actually the true Twitter. You know what I mean? That's it. Chirping away. Chirping away. Bring back next cell. Do it. OG. Uh, what you got there, Rob? What are you drinking? Uh, Jack Daniel. Sorry, not Jack Daniel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Samuel Adams. Uh, Hoppy Lager is the name of it. So oh, okay. it's pretty nice. good. It's not bad. Like it's not bad. What about you? Um, coffee. Uh, I just have a coffee. I have to wake up. I have to stay awake. Pumpkin, you know pumpkin spice? No, no, just a regular uh, French vanilla. That's it. In a different life, you would be a basic white blonde in a, bit, in a, bit, in a different life. Yeah, definitely. So you love pumpkin spice I'm, that I'm, much. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I have like the Uggs on and, and all that mm. stuff, you know. 
the, the, the what are the the leggings and all that the black leggings the whole yeah, shit bam <laughs> yep yep that's you yep yep that's me man that's me but enough about my love for coffee and pumpkin rob what have you been playing i haven't i'm not gonna really touch this topic too much because i haven't really been okay much honestly but i, I want to hear what you're playing um Honestly, I kind of take a tiny break just because I was kind of kind of beasted past Star, uh, Sea of Stars and Starfield. Um, I'm, I'm I'm going in back into Cyberpunk right now, mm. and uh, so far having a blast. Um, I also realized that the card that I'm running right now, the um, 3060 Ti, you have the same card. Yep. It doesn't really do ray tracing that well. Um, I put it on like as a medium or whatever it is and it just it just runs sluggish so um not exactly a ray tracing card which to me i'm like now i'm like do i get like a ray tracing card next next time next time i upgrade i will 100 do like the whole shabam you know but it's tough man because the, you want to get the latest and greatest they were just expensive at the time when we bought ours it was pretty hefty right I mean, we paid regular price for them. It was like with the 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 great like freaking GPU, whatever. Um, it was like four hundred bucks. I think we paid, which was about on par. That's, still, that's pretty. It's pricey. expensive for a freaking yeah. But I mean, there's the thirty eighty that was like t- double the price, like eight hundred bucks. So it's like, so is is the extra four hundred bucks that much more? Exactly, and that's that much why we, we we kind yeah. of like opted not to do it. But right, 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 right. now we're kind of kicking ourselves in the butt because everything's so much more advanced now in the last few years, like you want to see that ray tracing, right? You want to see cyberpunk mm-hmm. in that full glory. And here we are, you know, so. it's okay. It's okay. But yeah, that's all I'm playing. I'm just playing cyberpunk right now. So I want to, uh, I want to beat that. I want to get uh phantom Liberty. I want to, I'm going to buy it when I get to that point of that's, the game. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then it'll be good to go. And I also do want to pick up lies of P. I think I might download it on my steam deck. Dude, I've got, I would say steam deck. I know, I know, you're your ally. Yeah. I've been hearing really good stuff about uh, Liza P, which obviously I knew it was a great game. We played the demo, but man, I've I've been hearing like it's like underrated. I've been hearing like so many really good things about it. I'm like, I, I, I'm in that point where I just I don't want to put my hands in every single like game that's coming out right now. I just want to focus on one, get that done, and then move on to the next one. You know? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, again, I'm gonna go through Cyberpunk and then. Hopefully, I'll get done with that pretty soon. I also want to do the Resident Evil DLC. It's like ten bucks. I think I just might like knock down the weekend. Buy it because I'm just gonna knock it on the weekend. Play it, yeah, you're a Resident Evil fan. You're a huge Resident Evil fan, so you're and it gives me a reason to pick up my PS5, which where we're talking, we're gonna talk about the PS5 in our in-game chat. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into rapid fire news. We have a lot to talk about here. Um, I mean, let's start with a lot of these reviews here. We have Assassin's Creed Mirage review. We have Forza Motorsports review. Um, there's other topics, including Silent Hill Ascensions uh, launching on Halloween. The Last of Us Factions is currently on ice. And there's a quote here from Rob saying, bro, that shit not happening. End quote. Rob, I hope you choke in the water or something, because <laughs> that's just going to happen. I, I still <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Choke in the water. That's what you did. Um, and Starfield players, uh, Starfield player, 100% survey each planet. And then finally, Cyberpunk 2077 live action is in the works. Rob, where do you want to take us today? I think we need to start with Assassin's Creed, and I kind of want to work um, on Last of Us next Okay. I, you know we should we should do actually last was last <laughs> See, I did there? Um, last just because was i think that's like the biggest one um it's a great segue to yeah perfect so let's do that let's let's do assassin's creed mirage reviews let's talk about that Kelvin. 
Well, Rob, Assassin's Creed Mirage is actually right now out now. So if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, Assassin's Creed Mirage is out right now. It came out uh, today, actually, I think. October 5th, 5th, yeah. Right, October 5th. So we're recording today on Thursday. And Metacritic scores right now, um, as of this recording, is a 77 right now. Um, Here are some reviews from other websites. We have VGC at 4 out of 5. And I'm just going to read a couple quotes here. Um, This is from VGC. Assassin's Creed Mirage, greatest strength is the willingness to cut all the fat and focus on delivering a game that feels in many many ways like a a remake of an Assassin's Creed game from 2010. Uh, IGN, 8 out of 10, saying... Assassin's Creed Mirage takes a lot of important and imperfect. I'm sorry, hang on. A lot of important and perfect steps to get back to its roots, and though that means as it does no particular thing that hasn't been done before, the focus and commitment to briskly paced missions and stealthy, heavy exploration scratches an itch that the RPG-based entire's entries couldn't reach. Sorry, can't read today. And then lastly, Game Ra- Games Radar gave it a four out of five, saying Ubisoft has delivered exactly what it promised. Assassin's Creed Mirage is a compact, stealth-focused adventure that punishes anyone trying to go in loud and does so, and does so in a world that always that's always a delight to explore and be chased through. So, not bad, you know? I think kind of in line with where I thought Assassin's Creed Mirage was going to go. Um, I would say like in that 8 out of 10 category. So a lot of people I've I've read and I and I saw on Twitter and Twitter X, they've been kind of bashing it for being too similar to the original 2010 Assassin's Creed game. But that's exactly what we wanted, right? Yeah. I mean, if we look at all of these reviews, they're mostly positive, except for the, the exception of GameSpot, right? Um I've read that the the story isn't that great. It's like take it or leave it kind of story, which I feel like Assassin's Creed tend to be that way um, with the stories. Um, But for the most part, I think it is a welcome uh, return to what we wanted, right? These Assassin's Creed were just these giant RPGs, and this thing is 15, 20 hours to complete, right? Which is awesome. That is like, that makes me want to play it even more. The fact that I hear, I'm like, this is a great like pickup. I can finish this in like a week and a week, a good weekend um, and have that Assassin's Creed experience to get me back into the series. Um, I'll be honest, like I have no desire to go back into Odyssey Valhalla because of just how expansive, but I would 100% go back to Mirage. Um, So I think they kind of needed like this soft reset of like, let's go back to our roots um and and see what's going on and, and it, it's positive people this is something that people actually wanted and i hope it does well enough where people buy it and they're like you know what this is we should keep continue going in this direction kind of um follow our roots because that to me is what sass has created it's not this big open world and i'm a i mean i'm a sparring and i fight monsters no this is me kind of like an older hitman right like li- like a like a vintage hitman right in a sense that I need to go out there and my goal is to assassinate this person and I want to do it in a badass way and with a gorgeous environment and feel like I'm in that action. Um, yeah, I'm happy about the reviews. I love the comparison you made with Hitman. I think that's spot on. I think this is a, a vintage Hitman where at least that's what we want it to be, right? Like old Assassin's Creed games where you your target is this person. You need to assassinate them and you need to find a way how to assassinate them, right? That's typical Hitman style. And I think that's what we wanted. That's what we got originally, 2010, right? And I think it kind of steered away from that stealth action um, element because of just how expansive the worlds got. 
But now that they're toning it down and they're kind of bringing it back to original state, this speaks to me, like you said, right? This mm-hmm. smaller, kind of intimate, more game makes me feel like I want to get into this game more. I want to get into this world. I want to try it out because I do enjoy the older Assassin's Creed games. I enjoyed one. I enjoyed two a lot. Like I platinum two. That's how much I loved it. And you were a huge shoe fan. I forget about that. Yeah, I was huge on that. And then going back to this, it, excuse me, going back to this, if I see that I'm getting the same elements and that same feeling that I did from the previous games, especially from Assassin's Creed 2, this is going to be right up my alley, especially with how, again, intimate and toned down the length of the game is. So. Yeah, I, I really, really want to get back into this game. I think I will get it. Um, Something to note here is I'm reading on this uh, GameSpot review that the game is on er- basically every platform: Series X, X, Xbox One, PlayStation One, <laughs> PlayStation, PlayStation One, one. Well, yeah, first. PlayStation One, yeah, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, PC, um, and it's fifty dollars. Yeah, so fifty bucks. That is awesome. Like it's not even the standard sixty bucks; it's fifty bucks. I like that. Like they know it's a smaller scale game, so they scaled down the price. Um, granted, I do think that this being on the old older generation consoles um, hurts it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious as to see when the new Assassin's Creeds come out. Um, I know the new one; I think it's called Red, or I forget the name of the. I know it's a code name, but the the new ones that are coming out, I'm wondering if those are just going to be exclusive to uh, next gen or or current gen. I keep saying next gen, but like. Oh, it's, P- current. PS- it's, it's current gen like we're ps5 here. yeah we're here so it's not next gen. um yeah so i'm excited I want, i'm gonna get it eventually probably after cyberpunk yeah i i'm gonna refer refrain myself from from saying i'm gonna buy it because nine times out of ten i don't end up doing it like here you know but i i, I do want i'm interested i want to play this game i definitely want to try it out and i think once i get caught up from my backlog that i have and get into oh, shit i forgot Armored Core. I want to play that. I de- I definitely want to play that. I'm going to do Black Friday. They always do like a buy two get one free something like that. Like at Target, at Best Buy, GameSpot have like a bunch of them. I'm going to get Baldur's Gate, Armored Core, and Assassin's Creed. Those are going to be my three games. Three I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to purchase those games um, when it's on sale because I can't just do like I want to buy them on sale. I'm not going to buy them. It's just you know. I, I think it's the best time for them to, to buy these games. And I think it's yeah. like, well, a lot of when people buy these games too, right? It's like in the winter, November is when we get yeah. a bunch of stuff. So usually that's where you kind of like stock up and then you play that throughout the holiday and then you're pretty good until summer. Right. Right. But going back to Assassin's Creed, I'm stoked. I think the reviews are solid. The story, am I really there for the story? Right. I'm there for the gameplay. I'm there for the experience. I'm there for the cool assassination kills. I'm there for just feeling like a like an assassin. Assassin. Yeah, exactly. Like Assassin's Creed. Like you want to feel like Altair and Ezio. You want that again. That is that is the move. So So I'm I'm happy with these reviews and I'm hopefully getting it um sometime in the near future. Um what I'm not getting is Forza Motorsports. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm not the biggest more sports fan. So, but the reviews are in and they are pretty stellar. Um, right always. now we're seeing it, Yeah, exactly. They're always pretty stellar. Right now we're seeing a Metacritic score of 85 um, as of this recording, releasing on 1010. So it is coming very soon. Next week you'll get to your hands on Forza More Sports. And so far we get good reviews here. Game Informer gave it an 8.75 out of 10. 
saying Forza Motorsports may not have the most in-depth career mode, but it executes nearly every aspect of the package exceptionally well. Though some of the progressions and dynamic visual elements fall short of the realism the rest of the title achieves, Forza Motorsports cur currently views for the pole position in the sim racer field. And then this website, which I thought was pretty cool, but why though, question mark, gave it a 9 out of 10, saying Forza Motorsports is masterfully made. The driving feels fantastic. The races at first are exhilarating, plus all multiplayer modes are enjoyable, and hours will pass in the blink of an eye. So, I mean, not much. It's not really anything crazy. Like, we knew Forza Motorsports delivers for the most part. This one seems to be doing the same thing. I have seen seen a lot of stuff on Twitter, again, comparing it with GT, like, you know, Gran Turismo. Okay. And just kind of, like, graphics comparison. I don't know if there's, like, some type of bug that Forza is experiencing right now that's causing, like, some weird, like, texture pop-ups and, and just kind of, like, weird textures not really completely populating well so that's that but for the most part the game's doing well so i'm looking at forza motorsport and just um this one this game's actually 70 bucks so we talked about assassin's creed now they're they're jumping on the 70 dollar train which i'm like you're gonna slowly start seeing that a lot more um oh, yeah. I, I imagine next year it's gonna be crazy right with uh we're gonna probably be by by fall of next year we're gonna probably be in full swing with the 70 dollar increases on a lot of the games um, at least AAA games. So with Forza Motorsport, and they did a, a relaunch of the name, right, of the title. It, yeah. They're not following the number thing anymore. They just right. kind of like blew it up and just said, this is just Mo Forza Motorsport now. Like they kind of went back to one in a sense, right? That's what it seems like. Yep, exactly. Yep, okay. Um, so it says October 5th for early access. So early access here looks like 100 bucks for early access, maybe 90. Um, I'm, I'm on Game oh, Pass yeah. right now. Yeah, so I and I could buy it. Um, I don't see the option to be able to get it. Like, do you get it with Game Pass? You do. You have to, right? I think so. Yeah. This is a, a turn ten is a play is a PlayStation is a Microsoft Studio. So every Microsoft Studio first party title is day day and day on Game. Okay. Pass. It says I can pre-install it to Game Pass starting um, the tenth um, okay. because that's when it officially releases. Um, they usually Game Pass gives you the option if you want to do kind of like Starfield where. If you had Game Pass, you could pay like 30 bucks to do the the early access thing. I don't really see that option here. I'm, I'm sure it's right. somewhere. Um, I think that's weird. I think it's weird that Game Pass is not getting it early. I feel like. Yeah. I right. Think, I mean, so you get it early if what? If you just pay the extra money? The early access. Yeah. If you, that's that's what the only one I see here is the $100 version. Right, it's like yeah. buy the hundred dollar premium You're edition. Like, oh, like, you want to play it? You want to play it early? You can pay a hundred bucks. Like that's yeah. Like, I know it's 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 slimy. That's that's how I see it. It's just a slimy. It's game. also like confusing as sure. well. So we'll wait to the tenth to give you. I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna boot it up and play it because I'm a, I'm a bit of a car guy. So um, I'm excited for this, and I and I and I, I like this then more than what's the one that on Gran Turismo. Like yeah, I'm never. I was never a Gran Turismo fan. I, I I appreciate what it does, but it's too simmy for me. Um, even for Forza Motorsports does the same, right? But it, it just has more. It's less simmy than Forza. I mean, it's less simmy than Motorsports. I'm sorry, it's less simmy than Gran Turismo, in my opinion, right? But still, feeling like you're able to con like really customize your car mm -hmm. the way you want it as a as a, like a true sim. So 
I found it by the way. It's $35 if you buy the premium add-on on your Game Pass. So exactly like Starfield where you pay 35 bucks and you're in early. That's what it. that's 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 what's that's it, man. That's what it is now. Yep, I'm good. You have to pay good. I can, I, to, pay, I, I, to play early. I'm gonna wait. I could wait. I'm gonna don't wait. Have I have patience? You know, oh, yeah. especially for this. Like you know, this is not. But Gears Five, Gear Six. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> this, you can wait. Gear yeah. Six. I don't know, man. That's gonna be tempting. Oh yeah. Let's move on to. Um, you want to talk about Silent Hill real quick? Because I think this is kind of cool. It's it's such a weird game, right? So Silent Hill Ascensions, it's launching apparently on halloween so basically um a google playlisting updated this this past monday showing a late october launch for the massive interactive live event called you know silent hill ascensions right so basically this is one of many of the assassin's creed games that konami has announced that they are working on silent hill you mean he says Assassin's creed did i say Assassin's creed silent yeah, yeah, hill. Sorry yeah that's and so this one is launching on October 31st on Halloween. And for those that don't really know what this Silent Hill is, it is a kind of a interactive, uh, unique experience where it's being streamed online and you're able to like the audience can influence the outcome of the characters, the worlds, and just kind of like really make the story themselves. And it follows multiple main characters from locations around the world. Um, so you're able to kind of like really dictate where this war, like where the story goes based off of like the audience that's watching slash playing sort of, but it's not really a game that you're playing. It's kind of like what Netflix did with uh, the one yes. Black Mirror thing where you were able to like pick the outcome and, and watch with yeah. the thing. But this is live. This is yeah, they live. call it a massive interactive live event. Okay. And nine o'clock. Uh eastern on halloween okay i kind of want to i kind of want to try it out and see yeah. how, how it is right like it is kind of interesting it's so, mobile right it's, it's a mobile game mm, I, think a, I think it's a mobile i, I, I don't feel think like. so i think it's like, like is it is it web-based like, like web-based yes you just like log in and sound like it's very confusing that's why i wanted to talk about it because it's it's such a different take on video games right yeah it says premieres october 31st pre-install for free now pre-order on the app store yeah it's a mobile game it's a mobile game well that's well it's still it could be kind of cool like yeah, yeah. I, I still think that's that's pretty cool so and fascinating i think that's really cool I'm, I'm excited to see how that turns out i don't expect anything groundbreaking from this but nonetheless they're trying something different i think that's pretty cool yeah, I, I'm interested. I, I definitely kind of, I, I, if I remember, I may set myself an alarm to like download Halloween, it and no. just like check it out. If I'm sitting on the couch, I'll like just freaking play it and wait wait for like trick-or-treaters, whatever. So um, yeah, that sounds fun. I'm going to definitely probably check that out. So uh, you can go pre-install it early right now. Go on their website. There's a little QR code. And you can just scan it and you get in. So check it out. Check it out. And now Cyberpunk 2077 is having a live action show i'm assuming right yeah yeah it works show movie pretty dope that's cool now this just popped up today so i don't really know much about it i just kind of saw this um as i was scrolling through the internet but apparently a live action project is set in the world of the popular sci-fi video game cyberpunk 2077 is in the works um being developed by cd project red um and not much details are being shown based off of this but I mean, I think nonetheless, it makes sense, right? Yeah, I they mean, they already have Edge Runners, which is 
kind of like the anime style of it. And it did super well, did successful numbers for them. And I think it kind of brought back cyberpunk on the map. So I think for me, this is like a smart move on their end because now they're expanding the IP a little bit, kind of like how the last of us did and I'm sure other projects. So this is good. This is, this is good news. Yeah. I mean, like like I said, cyberpunk, they had kind of like a redemption, um, song that happened right with everything again with edge runners with the the patches and the dlcs like really really putting that game back on the map and people really people going back um there's a article here related to this where cd project red spent over 120 million uh saving cyberpunk from uh you know if basically bringing it back to to life um they spent a lot of money to bring this this, this ip back to it because they probably spent but prior, like they probably they made a ton of money right in the beginning because of how hype this game was. It just never lived up to the hype. Now the game has finally lived up to the hype, and it's like a world that people want to be be in and really love the lore of of cyberpunk, right? Like I'm playing the game right now, and you are a little bit too. But I'm so much more invested in the game than I was the first time around because I actually care about the characters. I'm like, this is a cool world where like you have a little USB that you, you jack into things and you can scan you things with your information. Right, right. It's so cool because like, you think about and then especially coming from Star Starfield and going into this game, the characters are such the world is so much more. There's more life in the world, and the character models are so much more well done and. Um, I'm really happy for Cyberpunk and 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 it's kind of redemption. So um, this is this is exciting. Again, there's not a lot of details, but keep bringing on the the video game adaptations and, and live action stuff because move over Marvel and superheroes. You, your time is done. You're done. You're out. It's it's video games to shine now. So and that's why I love this because, like you said, video game adaptations have become. a a big thing now and for the most part they've been successful so that's why i have high hopes for this because i feel like everyone wants to be in this world there's something about this world that is it wants you want to go back to it right and so the more they expand on the universe it doesn't have to be about v story like we already get v story from the game let's kind of expand that and just do something different within this world right and i think there's a lot of opportunities we saw with edge runners, right? There's a huge opportunity there that you can just expand on that, not pertaining to V itself, right? So this is exciting because you can see that video game. If this was, if this was announced before, like you know, like pre The Last of Us, pre you know Sonic, like all that stuff, I'd be worried, right? This doesn't seem like it would be like a good thing to do, right? But I've, we've seen the success. We've seen the success with, you know, The Witcher on Netflix. We've seen all these adaptations, like, really do well. So I have high hopes. I think a lot of people are understanding what that transition has to do with, you know, going from video game to, like, movies, like, on the screen. So I think I will definitely watch this if it is that they they have to keep the 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 aesthetics, right? They have to keep that, like, it has to have some type of, like vision for this for this show right because if it doesn't have that 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 same feeling that the game has it's it's just not it's gonna feel corny it's gonna feel like a cop-out it's gonna feel cheap so they have to have that same cyberpunk ask what was the the show i don't know if it was on netflix or amazon prime but it was like you were able to jack into other bodies um 
to other people. I don't know if it was in different time frames or not, but I forget the, oh, what was the name of that show. You know what I'm talking about? Other people? I don't, I don't no, know. No, like you can like go into their, like you can create other bodies and you can like go into them. And if you die in that body, you like, you're dead in that body. Like your consciousness gets to get stuck in there. Hmm. Oh my God. What's the name of the show? What's the name of the show? It's going to bother me. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. But if it was, if it's like the same director, like same type of like, the way they film it like that that would be sick oh man i would love that um so yeah well the tv series is being made by anonymous content which is the media company behind shows like true detective and mr robot and films like the revenant and spotlight so not sure if you've heard or watched any of those shows but um definitely seems like they're big highlights so again i i have high hopes i think they they have a vision. They, they, they know what they're going to be doing. So um, I don't see this happening anytime soon. Right. So we'll see what this looks like. But I'm excited. I got it, by the way. The show. What you got? What you got? Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. I've you heard of that too. I think yeah, I've seen you one watch it. It's dope. It's dope. It's with yep, the yep. guy. Yeah. Yeah. If you, it, they did the second season, I think, of Anthony Mackie. Um, mm-hmm. Really good show. That's, that's what I would like to see. Um, kind of similar too because that's like i feel like a pretty close comparison but yeah i'm excited for cyberpunk they have a good ip on their hands they can even start doing like spin-off games like even like little side scrollers or like oh, yeah. that single player like even an rpg like they have a lot uh, they can do with that ip in their hands so i think this is kind of the beginning <laughs> for cyberpunk this is a new beginning for it so yeah there's a lot more content for that for sure i mean again that world is so expansive you can do so much we've seen edge runners we're seeing the dlc now i mean now they're going to be doing this live action like there's going to be so much more that we'll see so yeah it's going to be exciting um let's move on rob to the last rapid fire news here well last of us starfield i just want to i just want to point that out really quick really just it's not really news but it's like somebody actually went to every single planet and starfield scanned the planet and surveyed it and got 100 percent completion 100 percent. how many they said it took them about 200 hours and there's about 1700 planets so for those that don't know what surveying means does that mean just like scanning the planet or something or just like actually like going yeah. through the whole entire planet or they went to the planet and they scanned everything on the planet, I believe. And they did that 1,700 times. Hmm. So first off, Starfield has 1,700 planets for the most part. Like, that's that's crazy. But again, my complaint was some of the planets felt copy and paste, right? So, uh, but I think that's a crazy accomplishment to be able to do that and took the guy 200 hours <laughs> to do it which is ins- can you imagine like you, that's all that. he did too that he j- that's all he did was just like scan the planet just over and over and over he just went over and just did it i'm like wow you're and dedicated what I, just, I mean hey man you know you gotta do what you gotta do i guess right okay he says like- here we go uh in total op visited 12 systems scan uh 1700 planets and fully surveyed all but one of those scanned planets um, with approximately 800 flora and fauna each fully scanned and successfully landing on 1400 planets. 
they said it took them over 180 of their 200 hours of playtime to scan them. Can you, could That's you ever insane. do that? No. I don't want to do that. Honestly. I don't want to do that, but just because it's story that everyone gets their different experience of Starfield. So I know I was just shitting on it before, but everyone has a different experience playing that game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, hey, more power to him. You know what I mean? He did something that not many would do. Exactly. I think he's probably the, the first person to do it, and he, and he did it. So congrats to whoever that was. Uh, that's always the, like, that's that's awesome to do, right? Like, you're like, let me do something that no one's done before, as annoying as it is. Just to just have that like just to have that title you know i mean now he's on articles news articles he's on reddit like i mean there if you when you you put in the work you got a little bit of exposure on there and you now you got a name out there so i think that's that's pretty cool it wasn't for nothing you know so let's pick a game oh god jesus christ and i'm and not, like not, let's no, do no, something no, that no, no one no. has ever done i'm done i'm done 100 in games i'm done i don't need 100 games anymore i'm, I'm, I'm not saying 100 let's just do something fucking crazy you know what i mean okay. something okay. that like no one has ever done i don't know. think about it think about it think okay about we'll it. think about it all right let's let's talk about the last news last of us baby last of us factions is currently on ice which breaks my little heart um on top of that there's layoffs Yep. In Naughty Dog's world, uh, Naughty Dog is report- reportedly cutting some of its contracted staff, according to a Kotaku report. The Sony-owned studio is not renewing the contracts of around 25 temporary workers across numerous departments, with quality assurance staff primarily affected. Full-time staff apparently was not imp- impacted. So that, on top of um, the factions just not really seeing the light of day it seems like right most likely due to these layoffs and and all the other issues that we've heard from um bloomberg right saying that bungie came in checked out factions and they're like yeah no don't don't release this this doesn't look good and so now we're here and we're we're, kind of seeing you know when a studio kind of scales down that's a bad thing that that's never a good thing right and it doesn't seem like factions is going to be coming out if at all so how does that make you feel i mean i don't want to say like this is one of the things where i told you so but i if we could go back to a bunch of episodes i'm pretty sure i said this in an episode where i was like i don't think factions is going to be a thing i i truly believe that it won't see the light of day just because of how long it's taking and they've we haven't really seen a lot of it and they keep promising it but like nothing's ever shown there's nothing to, to back it up so um, and it, it again, I think it's something that had to be released when Last of Us 2 was like big, and even with the show, like that to get it, like I just don't think there's enough interest there for for people. Um, and I, I kind of see the writing on the wall. It's interesting too that this is timed shortly after Mr. Uh, Jim Ryan left PlayStation. I don't know. I Do you know think there's that. any connections there? Um, no, maybe not. I don't think so. But I mean, it is a coincidence. It is, right? Yeah. I mean, the guy that was kind of pushing for game as a service content, right? For game as a service titles to come out. When he leaves, this kind of starts stirring the pot a little bit. I mean, it could be a coincidence. It could not be. Um, it's heartbreaking for numerous reasons for me, right? Because I am a huge Factions fan. Like, I, I played Factions for a very long time. And was, I think it called, I got was it called Factions when it yeah, was on? It was just, it was just like a, the, the multiplayer side of... It was called Factions. Okay. Called factions. 
Um, and I think I got you into factions for a little bit. And you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is feels like gears in some yeah, way. Yeah, like a slower paced gears with like crafting way. and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was good. But and but you fell off and I kept playing and it was it, I had a great time. Like I really did enjoy that game. And so this I had so many ideas of like what this would look like and, and what the expansion would look like, how how big this game would could potentially be and, and what improvements they could put. But obviously, this doesn't seem like it's going to be coming out, especially when they're, you know, scaling down. That, to me, is never a good sign. Uh, and obviously, the whole issue with layoffs, and, and that sucks. That, that Again, we're seeing that trend throughout the gaming industry lately where you have Naughty Dog, which is weird, right? For me, seeing Naughty Dog, they're not perfect by any means, right? They've had their, their you know, their issues in the past with, like, crunch allegations and all that stuff. But to see Naughty Dog have this issue, they're like top dog, no pun intended, right? Mm-hmm. And they have this like pedigree of like always just being like the good guys. They have that like, you know, whatever. It just sucks that no one is safe in the gaming industry. Like you, no matter how good you do, no matter how successful you are, you're always, you know, you can you can slip. You can always have these like layoffs. Like look at Epic, right? Epic has Fortnite. And, and they just print money with the skins and, and they print money and now you're seeing them laying off over like 800 employees so it's like you're no one's really safe like you don't feel like you have job security anywhere in the gaming industry. oh there's somewhere they're safe where's that's that? a magical if place called nintendo <laughs> yeah yeah nintendo does a good job nintendo just does a very good job of like you know keeping the peace and, and keeping their employees happy from what I understand from what I see from the outside. Well, they don't, they don't like try and like get <laughs> not to say they're not greedy. Like every corporation sure. in my opinion gets a little greedy at some point. Um, but they, they always kind of have everything kind of controlled and contained, right? They don't overextend themselves and hire for things they don't need. And they kind of are self-contained in that sense. They're like kind of like a little bubble. Um, whereas all these other companies are like, yeah, we'll hire this and this and this and this and this. And then as soon as sales aren't as crazy as they once were, they're like, oh, guys, we're not making as much money as we were making. So like, <laughs> we got to make that money somehow. And that's your job. Yeah. Um, it sucks that factions. And honestly, it doesn't really affect me because again, I wasn't, I, I, I knew it wasn't, I had a feeling it was going to come out. I wasn't overly attached to it, but I, I feel bad for you because I know you're really excited for this. You were really pumped to get like another multiplayer Sony, you know, multiplayer game. Um, and, and that sucks, right? It's just like, well, what, what multiplayer game will I get for PlayStation that will finally feel like get that Warhawk, get that resistance, yes. get that, like, yes. that's what you are looking for. And you're, you've been waiting literally like years for this opportunity. Whereas Xbox and, and is, is pumping out even third part, uh, like other parties are, 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 are doing stuff better, right? Like look at, um, if anything, Xbox is probably the best one now because they have a call of duty. So that's fair. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I think it's weird that for Sony pushing, you know, that, that game as a service content, and not really putting all their eggs in the basket for factions, which to me would probably be the the, the smartest decision, right? Like, this is a well-known title. This is a well-known brand. And we're going to try to, you know, open this up as like this, you know, continuous game as a service content type of thing. Let's, let's, let's make this work. Let's find a way to make this game work because this is going to be like the top tier of the numerous projects that we have coming. Yeah, I just think the entry points like too much. Like it's just people just want to like hop into a quick multiplayer game. They don't want to be like super invested when it comes to these multiplayer games. And I think that's what it is. Or like, what's the next big thing? And 
Um, honestly, this year has not been the year for multiplayer games. This is no. this is not a multi. This is a strictly a single player year. I'm not complaining. I'm happy about that. But this we have not seen a big multiplayer game in a very long time. That's like this is the multiplayer game that everyone's on. Everyone's playing. Um, I think Diablo Four is multiplayer. No, it's, I don't think it is. No, it's not. Thought it was, but speaking of Diablo Four, Diablo Four is coming to PC soon. Yeah, single players. I did my ass, my ass. Well, let's close out of in-game chat for. I'm I'm sorry for um, rapid fire news for now. We're gonna get into in-game chat and talk about Sony a little bit more in depth and and more specifically their first party titles. Is Sony's first party titles getting stale? We'll be back. We have seen Sony gear its studios towards the AAA single-player blockbuster kind of like avenue, right? Uh, but a Bloomberg report discusses how the shift towards live service has caused an uncomfortable pivot with Sony's um, parties. Um, we have games as a service that is kind of starting to come into the Sony space right now. And a question for you, Rob, do you think it's a good idea for Sony to kind of get in this path and go towards that. Like, Hey, we're going to have multiple projects that are just going to be this like Fortnite type of like gameplay. Um, I, to be honest, I think it's kind of forced. It feels forced them doing this the way they're doing it. Um, they're like, well, we want to, it feels like they're like, we want a piece of the pie too. Um, to me, um, I think Sony's bread and butter butter for a while is like their, um, triple a you know single player experience the spider-man's the last of us the god of war the ghost of shima that kind of stuff um that that's what they're known for and i i think they're like we're kind of running out of not ideas but these ips um we can't just rely on these ips we need something different to like keep players invested because what happens after these pay, people or these players play these games and they're finished then there's like you just wait for the other title to drop right whereas at least a multiplayer game or a lot of service it's always continually going right there's always something right. there for someone to log into and, and do um i i think that they need to i mean they have bungie i think that's huge yes. right they have bungie um if there's anyone that's going to do it it's them so i am confident on that front um but they need to be very tactful uh tactical about how they how they approach this um and do 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 their games kind of feel same? I don't think so. I don't. I'll be honest. Last of Us, they got a war. Spider Man, they all have. They are a similar genre, right? They're all third person behind the shoulder, but they all feel different. They're all different types of games. They're not the same kind of game. So, um, I don't think that that argument's really um, valid. 
in my opinion. Anytime Sony drops that AAA, you're gonna go there. You're gonna you're gonna play, and you know it's gonna be a good time. You know the story's gonna be great. You know the the, the graphics are gonna be amazing. Um, Gameplay is gonna be top notch. Um, so I, I think they still need to come out with these things, but maybe focus on not just AAA. They need like kind of like smaller titles. For example, Nintendo has like its Pikmin IPs. It has its um. Animal Crossing and has Metroid, like that type of stuff. Star Fox, like it's not just Mario and Zelda. They have those smaller kind of IPs that kind of propel them forward when we're waiting for the lull of the bigger titles. So that's what I think uh, Sony needs. Um, they kind of need those in-between guys IPs for the bigger ones. Um, that makes sense? 100%. Yeah, I think you nailed it. This is kind of like a twofer, right? Where there's two questions in one here. Where let's start off with as far as Sony goes and having this idea of let's kind of shift our first party studios to doing these AAA service titles, right? I think in in some aspect it's a good idea because obviously in a business model that makes sense, right? This is where the money is. If you're looking at numbers, this is when you're seeing DLC content, when you're seeing all the 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 you know just the the service that your that games are providing right now, that's continuing to keep revenue up, right? And having mm-hmm. players just stay in this ecosystem, like you want that, you want this ecosystem where it's continuous money over and over, right? And Sony doesn't have that. They have these huge AAA budget titles, single player titles that make them. A good chunk of money when it comes out right i mean i have some things here that shows spider-man being one of their top sellers right now spider-man selling over 20 million copies god of war selling 20 million copies the last of us combined with the last of us remasters selling 24 million copies like they are high budget numbers right there but they don't have that evergreen money income that sony wants right and that's what they're looking for my thing is i think they're kind of late to the game Right, you're seeing games like Fortnite, although doing extremely well, still I'm sure it's it's there's no drive for that anymore. I don't think there's like this huge thing of people going for this like battle royale service type of thing. Like people want to play that anymore. I think it's just kind of they have their audience now, and that's their audience till that game dies. Right, right. And now Sony trying to get that piece of the pie. It's going to take a long time. These games are still in the works. They're still going to take a quite, quite a while for them to come out. By the time they come out and they are up and running and they're actually like solidified, I feel like that crowd is going to be onto something else. And that's um, the issue with that game as a service kind of like idea that they have. I also want to make a point here about Sony, whereas back in PlayStation Day, you know what's awesome is like when I talk, I'm I it's awesome because Kelvin's a little sick right now. He has a bit of a cough, but I give him like a break and I see him just like ha- yeah. hacking along. Less, like, I'm like <laughs> muting myself. Yeah, 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 just, he literally as I'm talking, mute. Kelvin Kelvin's literally hacking along as I'm talking right now. Right, right now he's just fucking losing it. Anyways, it's just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but Sony, um Think about back in the day, right? You had Nintendo. You had the Magic Zoos, the Mario's, you had the Zeldas, right? You, you remember that as a kid, right? Yeah. And that's what kind of got you. And you're still, to this day, you're still playing those games. You're still playing Mario's. You're still playing Zelda. But also, an eight-year-old is playing those games, right? right. Whereas, if you look at PlayStation, Last of Us, 
pretty serious game, adult game. God of War, <laughs> adult game, the kids are not really playing that. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, adult game. I mean, Last of Us has drafts. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Shooting people in the head and monsters and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is the audience that they have is more of like this like teenage and up kind of gamer, like preteen. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't really have an IP that's like kid friendly where like they can have little big planet. Yeah, they don't really have that. Stop. (laughs) But what I'm saying is what they used to have, like when you think of PlayStation, Mm -hmm. when you think of PlayStation, does Ape Escape, does Parappa the Rapper, does Medieval, does Spyro the Dragon. That's what pops up into your head when you think of PlayStation, but those are no longer the reps of PlayStation, right? Those are the past reps, but they never replaced them. They never got like that, like that thing to ever get kids back into PlayStation or get them to hook in. Like, for example, if they had some type of like kid friendly game, say, for example, like a Spyro or Spyro successor, Mm. The kids grow up with, they play the Spyro. Now, 20 years from now, there's a new Spyro game that comes out. You're still like Spyro as a kid. You're going to play the new Spyro game. Look at Sonic games. Like people still pick up the Sonic games and play them. They never really got back those reps that like can grow, your audience grows with, right? right. So that's right. why when Mario, when Zelda comes out, it's not just the adults buying the game. It is the kids, the adults buying the games for the kids. So even if they're not gamers, so like Sony really needs to, look at that demographic and like grow with their audience and not just kind of stay in this one vertical. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And I think my, and so my answer to the stale to force first party studios getting kind of scale, uh, stale, I don't think that's the case. I think I can kind of see the argument where the games kind of look the same in a way where they yeah, they're like same me, like you said, over yeah. the shoulder, you know, kind of like story driven formula, but, I think they're different in their own way. And I think I think Sony has a what's the word I'm looking for? It's not a vision, but they have like this a stamp of you know what a Sony title title looks like, right? Yeah, like their game. Oh, I know what that is. It's it, it's PlayStation. Some something PlayStation related, even if you don't know the name of the game, right? There's definitely but, quality attached to it, right? There's a yeah. you know there's gonna be a quality of 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 approval there, right? That's what it's I guess. Yeah. But can they expand on that, right? I feel like we're missing the Warhawks. We're missing, like you said, the Crash, the Spirals. We're missing those IPs that kind of changed or, or, or kind of expanded their, their portfolio a little bit more, right? Yeah. And it, it just kind of gave them that character, right? We don't have that anymore. We have a character for Sony, but it's more of a darker tone, more of like a serious story-driven tone, which is fine. But where's the multiplayer aspect to it? Where's the the little kid friendly aspects to it that kind of get, gets you that spiral feel, that crash feel? Like there isn't any, like you said. Don't. There's only one rep left, and it's Ratchet and Clank. Like that's the only one, and those games are a freaking blast. But like a Ratchet and Clank game freaking drops, I'm in there. I'm in there. I freaking love that game, and I love that game when I was a kid. I love it as an adult. So like they yep. need more of that type of ips to moving forward and they also need it like if i go on a game pass right now and look at a bunch of stuff there's so many different games i can play if i feel like yeah. playing like a stupid kid game i could play i could play you know a stupid kid game if i want to play like a party game i could play a party game if i want to play like there's just so many options of what i'm feeling at the moment i don't i'm not just stuck to be like well if i want to play playstation i gotta play like the third person triple a title 
that's really all I'm I'm playing it for. In, in they have Spider Man. I think that's kind of the closest we can we're gonna get right now, where Spider Man lives on for forever, right? So uh, I'm playing it. My son's gonna play it when he gets older. Like it's just and that's but Spider Man's not even really theirs. <laughs> I think oh, if you think sure. about it, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it is Insomniac. Yeah, yeah, it's, making but these games. So the rep isn't Sony's. It's it's Marvel's, right? Yeah, so. but I think they're they're doing a good job of making it feel like it's theirs, yeah. right? If you sure. think of a Spider-Man game, you're going to as- associate that with Sony because Insomniac's making it and it's only, you know, it's a PS5 title, PS4 title. So that that kind of, you know, reflection of what they're doing, their AAA budget title is going to reflect on Spider-Man and then it's going to reflect on Sony itself. But yeah, I don't think their, their games are getting stale, but I do think they need to kind of expand their portfolio a little bit and just kind of market things a little bit differently so that there's more to Sony than just, yeah, so over the shoulder, like AAA big budget titles, you know? Yeah, for sure. I Again, I want to see more of the the Spyros. I want it, That's what I want to see. I, I do also want to see the Warhawks. I want to see... I want a mix of like the PS3 era and the PlayStation One era. That's yes. what I want. That's 1, exactly what I want. You're, you're... <laughs> Dude, give me Warhawk. Hire us, guys. Hire us, Sony. Hire me and Kelvin. Make just your freaking to, just plans. the brains. I, I don't know how to make games. I don't have any idea of like corporate stuff right now. Right? I'll give you ideas and you roll with it. That's it. You know what I mean? Rob and I can kind of throw ideas out there and just make it work and Full see what happens. Full you know what them. I mean? We're always talking about ideas like that. You Give know. me Warhawk again, man. Give me Warhawk, not Starhawk. Warhawk. Yeah, get get. I us, thought get about it. that game a few days ago, actually, Rob. It was. You think about that game a lot. I feel like I you do. think about. It. Yeah. But we're gonna play some Gears of War five after this, so Absolutely. I'm pretty excited about that. Thank you guys for listening. Um, this has been episode one forty two of the Gaming Duel Pod. Rob, do you have anything to close for? Um, guys, like Kelvin said earlier, please leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. It really helps us out. A five-star review. That's one favor we ask of you. Um, we do have merchandise on our website. There is, it's getting chilly. Uh, wear a nice gaming duo hoodie. It's a pretty cool emblem. Um, Kelvin's rocking one of the vintage, uh, ones on his shirt right now. Um, that is the best way you actually can support us and you'll actually get a pretty cool piece of thing you can wear or whatever you use. Um, that's all I got. Awesome. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Adios. Adios.